Hello, my faithful and fellow listeners. Welcome to another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I am your host, The Apex. And right now, I don't I do not want to take up too much of y'all time. But yesterday, well, let me say on March 23rd. Whenever you may be listening to this, so I'm gonna just say that. On March 23rd, I just want to briefly talk about uh yeah, so on March 23rd, I'm watching The Breakfast Club. Not the movie. Not the movie. Power 1051, The Breakfast Club. And you know, Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy. They conducted an interview with 69 Toyota. Is it 69 or 69? I'm not sure. Um, but 69 Teriyaki was on there. And it was bizarre. It was a bizarre interview. And the interview was about an hour long. It was bizarre. I just finished watching it. And well, I, I just finished watching it for a second time. Because I knew I wanted to talk about it. And I knew that I would need notes. So the first time I watched it this morning, you know, I didn't have too much of an input on it. I was watching it. I was like, okay, well, you know, these 2000s babies, they're weird. So that's just what it is. You know, he's a 21-year-old kid, and he doesn't really know much. So while I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, well, that's, you know, th- these 2000s babies are odd. So this makes sense. Now, I watched it for a second time. I I just wrapped up watching it about 20 minutes ago. And this time I was really watching it. I was really paying attention to detail. I was I was taking a few notes and then I threw my notes away because I realized I didn't need to jot down anything. Sixth nine Toyota is a rapper who. Is claimed to be false, uh, false flagging. Claims to be a blood, but he, I, I guess he hangs around Crips, and he he came on into this interview specifically hoping to get Charlemagne upset. I feel like that's what this whole interview was about. Uh, he was talking nonsense about, um. Uh, I guess there's a beef going on with Jay Prince's son of Houston. Jay Prince's son and 6ix9ine Teriyaki have an issue together or against one another, I guess. And I, I don't really know where it stems from. But it was something about 6ix9ine Taco Bell not checking in when he went to Houston. And uh, he's from... And 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 six nine is from Queens, I believe. And uh, <clears throat> he went to Houston to perform at a concert. I think it was like the World Star Hip Hop, a World Star Hip Hop show. I didn't even know World Star Hip Hop had a like a had a booking service for for rappers. I didn't even understand that, but yeah. So six nine was on there. And he was just talking about how, I guess, Jay Prince Jr. 
was just, you know, trying to sun him, I guess. So 6 9 had an issue with that. But I don't even understand what it was all about. Jay Prince Jr., I don't know how old he is. But Charlamagne said something that was... Charlamagne made a point that really resonated so heavy with me. He said, I am too old for this. 6 9 is having all this beef, all this stuff going. Charlamagne said, I'm too old for this. And while I was sitting there watching this interview, I don't know how many times this thought came through my mind. I said, if it wasn't for my podcast, I would not be watching this because I am too old for this. I'm too old for it. Either address me straight up or move around. Whenever I have an issue with someone, I will address it as it's, as it's presented to me. I'm too old for that. I am way too old for that. I will look, listen, I will tell you all to go watch the interview. Go watch it. If you haven't seen it and you have an hour to spare, why not? Just watch it. Who cares? But that's not one of the main reasons why I'm making the episode today. I'm making the episode today because I did not want to talk about 6ix9ine Taekwondo. I did not want to talk about him all day. A few things happened this week. Um, you had the, there was another high school shooting. I don't even know if I should be surprised by that. The high school shooting in Maryland. And uh, the 17-year-old kid, right before classes started, uh, shot this other guy in the hallway. And, and there was another girl there. I believe she was hurt as well. And the shooter was killed. Now, I'm not sure if if he got into a shootout with the police or he turned the gun on himself. I, 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 I cannot remember. Actually, I don't know. But I know that the shooter, he, he he's dead. So here's my proposition to Congress. We need to outlaw guns, period. Because people feel like you know, upgrading the age of hey, yeah, let's just you know, to buy an assault rifle, you have to be twenty one years of age. You have to be twenty one. Okay. Well the Las Vegas shooting, I feel like everybody forgot that that happened. The Las Vegas shooting. He was about fifty some odd years old, maybe even sixty. He had an assault rifle. And from the 15th floor, he shot down at a country music concert that was taking place. Now, he's over 21. He bought an assault rifle and he still killed people. A massive amount, a number of people were killed. Massive. It was about 27 people were killed. Raising the age isn't the issue. The guns are the issue. People want to say that guns don't kill people. People kill people. Okay, yeah, you're right. People do kill people. But those people also use guns to kill people. You cannot go on a mass murdering spree with a baseball bat. If he had a baseball bat running through that concert clocking people. 
it it would have been a few concussions. Everybody would have been fine. Because there would have been so many people there, they just would have jumped on him. If he did not have a even if he had a knife, he probably would have taken one life. Maybe. But no. We decide to have this stupid Second Amendment, which makes no sense. How can you complain about Chicago having all these murders or all these high school shootings and all these mass shootings that we have? Like We will have a mass shooting every six months. We've been having a school shooting on average this year, on average, about 2.4 shootings a week. On average. But if guns were outlawed, I don't understand why people feel like they need guns. There are other effective ways to defend yourself. There are other ways to defend yourself. You don't need a firearm. The shooting that took place in Maryland, the kid had a handgun. He had a handgun. Australia hasn't had a mass shooting since 1999. Some of those kids that that are currently at Parkland, some of them weren't even born yet. The last time Australia had a mass shooting, some of them weren't even born. I was eight years old when that happened. Eight. But we feel like we need to make the age requirement higher. There needs to be more of a of a psychiatric a psychology testing that needs to take place. We need to have a have a more stern psychology test that needs to take place. It's not about psychology. It's not about age. It's about the weapon. It's the weapon is the problem. The weapon is the problem. Why are we pretending like we have no idea? We're we're sitting here acting like two plus two does not equal four. What are you doing? This is what it's come to. We're we're so strict on our amendments and what's going on with the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights. We're so strict on that. We need to throw that out and rewrite a new one. This is a whole new century, people. This is a different century. Those same rules cannot apply. It's a different time now. Just like uh, with the... uh, The the, uh, LBG2... LGBT... Q community, community, community. They didn't have rights as far as getting married, as far as transsexual people and going through their transformation to go from men to women or from women to men. But laws changed. Maybe we should look at all of these 
violent crimes that's going on all over the country, mass shootings, school shootings that's happening two and a half on the week, and really think to ourselves, maybe we should make a change. Maybe something needs to take place. Now, to the Clark family, I'd like to send my condolences. Stephen Clark was a 22-year-old black man from Sacramento, California, who was in his grandmother's backyard because that's where he lived. He lived with his grandmother in the backyard with a cell phone in hand. And he got shot 20 times. 20. 20. By two officers. Like they literally 10 shots each. When one pulled the trigger, the other pulled the trigger. They alternated. It was gang style. It was it was an execution in his grandmother's backyard. Cell phone in hand. Because they thought that he possibly could be going around the neighborhood breaking windows. He's going around breaking windows, car windows. I'm not sure if any theft was taking place, but they thought he was the one doing it. Now, if someone's going around breaking car windows and not stealing anything, to me, that sounds like a child is doing that. That sounds like something a 13-year-old kid would do. Just as a prank. Because 13-year-olds don't think things through. When you're 13, you don't think things all the way through. So they probably just doing it as a prank. That sounds like something a 13-year-old was doing. But here you have a black man in the backyard. They fear for them lot for their lives. Because he had a cell phone in his hand that they thought was a gun. That that's remarkable to me. That is remarkable. That as a black man, we can have anything in our hand. Anything. You can have like a little toy car that's about two inches long. The cops will fear for their lives. And they'll open fire on you. As often as these school shootings are taking place, a couple years back... That was black men in America. We were being gunned down. Weren't resisting arrest. And when it comes to Stephen Clark, of course, they brought up criminal history. Of course they did. Because once a criminal, once a cop show up, that's all they see is your criminal history. You did not know he had a criminal past until after he was killed. And y'all ran his name. Like, I know the body cam footage is out and I want to watch it. I wish I watched it first before making this episode. But I, I honestly want to know. And I'm going to make another episode after I watch the, uh, the, uh, the, the body cam footage. Did they tell him to drop whatever is in your hand? Drop it. They tell him that, or did they just yell out "gun"? Shot him twenty times and realized, oh wait, no, ah, that was a cell phone. Whoops, twenty times, 
20 times. They shot to kill. If you're shooting more than three times, you're shooting to kill. Hell, you know what? If you're shooting more than twice, you're shooting to kill. Even if they aim for his legs. If you get shot in your left leg 20 times, you're going to die. You're going to die. Because for one, there are arteries in your leg. If that's punctured, you're going to bleed out. You will die. Shouts out to the Sacramento Kings. They, uh... I don't want to say they they gave a tribute to Stephen Clark. That that wasn't necessarily what they did, but the owner of the Sacramento Kings basically came down to the floor after their game on. Uh, let's see here today is Saturday, on Friday night, or maybe it was Thursday night. It was Thursday night after the Kings game, not before, not during halftime, after the Kings game. And the owner of the Kings, he has some magnificent words to share about how as Sacramento, they're one community and everything like that. It was it was it was it was a great it was a great PR move. But hey, you know what? At least it was something. Because sometimes even if somebody is doing something that may have ulterior motives. At the same time, applaud them for doing something because he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do that. You know, there are going to be some fans in Sacramento that feel like, oh, he's choosing this guy's side instead of the police officers and everything like that. He didn't have to do it. So actually, it probably wasn't even a PR move. It was part of genuine. Shouts out to him. I can't remember the owner's name, but shout out to the owner of the Sacramento Kings for doing that after the game on Thursday night. There was a lot that took place this week. A lot, a lot went down this week. But um, hey, you know what? The week is over. It's Saturday. So if you're listening to this right now, it is March 24th. And it's Saturday. Today is hashtag. March for our lives. The Parkland students are going to be marching to um, the city hall in Florida to speak with Congress, see if they can get some new gun laws, see if they can make some changes. Um, I'll be tuning in. I want to see what's going to take place. I know CNN will be there. <sighs> I know Fox News will be there as well. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I want to see what's going to go down. What's going to take place? How's it going to be? What's going to happen? Those kids down in Parkland have they have my utmost respect and all of my support. Shouts out to them, man. It's it's a proud it's 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 kind of a proud day when you see kids realizing that things that the government is doing is wrong, they're making mistakes, and they feel like they need to shine light on it to make a change. It sucks that it came down to this, but sometimes tragedy brings forth the most change. Um, Congratulations to all those Parkland students, man. You all are brave. You went back to school. 
Um, and y'all, y'all are getting ready to do a historic thing. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. What what Parkland's students are about to do is going to be historic. So shouts out to them, man. I'm with them in spirit. I really am. Well, that's about all the time I have for you all tonight. I have been your host, The Apex. This has been a, a podcast about nothing. And I am currently living through a saying that I want to pass on to everybody that's listening right now. Why won't you try minding your business and counting your blessings?